Welcome to this episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. I'm Eric. And I'm Angie. We are married with a ton of kids. We have six kids total. He has three and I have three. My name's Hallie and I love riding horses. I'm Lexi and I love agriculture. My name's Carter and I love eating. My name's Chase and I love lifting weights. My name's Summer and I love spending my parents' money. I'm Dane and I love baseball. Our show is about our blended, blessed, and always a mess life. And our hope is if you find yourself in the same situation we are in, that by sharing our story, all the fun, and all the mess, the challenges we are experiencing, it will give you some inspirations, laughs, and community, knowing you are not alone in this mess. We appreciate you spending time with us. Let's dive in. This episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess is sponsored by the children's book, Feathers Matter. As our kids grow up, they face challenges in their life, and knowing their self-worth and their value is crucial to face the headwinds. Purchase this beautiful story to read to your kids and grandkids and start the conversation with them at a young age. They are worthy, they matter, and their feathers matter. You can find the link to order on our Blended Blessed Always a Mess.com page. Mention code hashtag blessed for an autographed copy. Welcome to this week's episode of Blended Blessed and Always a Mess. Angie's back. I'm back. Ooh, the talent's here. We I can... thought I was going to get attacked when I walked into the door. Yeah, the kids get you? No. Yeah, I wish. The dog? <laughs> kind of like a dog, kind like, of. Yeah. Just... yeah, a little attack mode. <laughs> I don't understand. I thought that it would be well received for a husband to miss his wife. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> I felt like I really didn't hug her that much when she came in. I waited till she. No, got... I was exhausted. Thank it you. It was the next day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So I am. See, back. I'm dealing with people, guys. I'm oh, over poor here. Guy, don't you guys feel sorry for him? Trying to care and love and know. and desire mm-hmm. my wife. In all aspects of life, friendship and all the things. And she's like, you're like a dog. We're just the- just like a dog. Well, I mean, you actually were the one that was using that analogy. Well, I'm not a cat. Honest. I'm not a cat that's ignoring you're like, you when I you come in. I feel like a puppy dog waiting for you to come home. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's creepy. She's here. She's that's here. That's creepy. Yeah. So. Hey, I <laughs> so, go. Yes, I'm I was, potty trained. Okay. I was gone last weekend. Um, I had this amazing opportunity to plan a women's event with my Great friend Jen Logan Bill and she's guys, been on the podcast. Yeah, she's been on the podcast. You guys have heard me talk about Jen's Get Fit. If you don't know about it, definitely go check it out. It's an affordable at home workout program that's super effective. It's twenty seven minutes a day, but what you get with that is this amazing sisterhood of ladies who lift each other up. And support each other. And that part is really beautiful. And Jen built that. And so definitely try it out. If you're curious, just sign up for a month. It's like 30 bucks. Because I have never stuck to a workout program in my entire life until JGFG. And Jen's a reason why so many people join and then also stay. Because she's definitely a powerhouse. Inspiring so many people, but also feels like the girl next door. So It was awesome to partner up with her on it. We have the very similar mission and motives around same passion, same fierceness, same energy, same like don't quit type of attitude. And we kind of have this unique relationship where nothing really needs to be said. We just 
know it about each other. We see each other because um, we are wired the same way. So when she asked me to put together my thoughts and ideas around this powerful event and help create the vision for it, I mean, it was just like a no brainer. I'm like, okay. Let's go. I Let's just remember when you were like, hey, I'm having lunch with Jen. She wants to talk about something. And then you came out of that lunch and you were so, it was like, you know, with everything that, that has happened over the past 14 months, a lot of rough days. And you came out of that like super energized and excited about something for the first time in a while. And I just remember that energy that you had when yeah. you left the lunch that's that when day. You, that's when you know that that's your thing is when you could be at the like lowest of lows in the dark, you know, dark times. Right. But there's something that pulls you out of it and gets you kind of excited about life. You know, obviously the no brainer with my family and kids do that, but like on top of worried there, no, on top of like the no brainers, like what are those additional things definitely gave me a different focus and, and energy and the results when two women come together to create space for connection and empowerment is cups were filled. It was so lifting and hearts left really full. And I, I'm not going to dive into the details of the event because that's Jen's place on her podcast. So if you want to learn more about that, go listen to mind to muscle, but I will share one of my favorite moments later that really made my broken heart beat. But what I want to say <laughs> is that Hallie was so present during this event in so many ways, like it was supposed to rain. Yeah, <laughs> it always it always rains in Florida, but like this was like seventy percent chance most of the. I weekend, thought it was a hundred percent. I yeah. kept, so I kept following the the trends of weather for Angie leading up to the event, and then coming in, I was like, I don't know, maybe a little bit of a chance it won't rain here. And you had outdoor activities planned for these women, and so it was a big deal. And. Hallie kept showing up and we talked about it over and over again. And and I thought it would be cool because Hallie does keep giving mama Ange, mama bear, mama bird, whatever you want to be in that moment, plenty of signs. So as you were down on this event, helping other women, which Hallie knew that you loved, how were different things happening so that you knew she was there? Well, Friday evening was the only time we had an outdoor event planned, and I really wanted to do it. I knew that the experience would be a great way for the women to connect. And so I was just like, okay, you know, I really want this to happen, but the rain looks terrible. <laughs> so 100% it's like, chance. okay, what's, what's plan B? And then you also have to just know that you're not in control. So although I wanted it to happen... I also tried not to like stress about it either. So it was supposed to rain all day Friday. It never rained Friday. We were doing a bonfire on the beach and right whenever it was really supposed to rain. So it like kept pushing the rain, kept pushing the rain, and then it was supposed to rain right when we were doing the bonfire on the beach. And we had the same guy that ran our bonfire that we did as a family when we had that epic sunset. So and just in the last month, he would remember you. Oh, he remembered me. Yeah. He remembered me. And he walked up to me, gave me a big hug. But he's like, God must love you <laughs> because of there was no rain. And I said, oh, I know he does. And I also have someone up there in heaven that loves me too. And so he was the sweetest guy, absolute doll. He's from Israel. And we kind of were chatting later. And I said, 
you know, my daughter's in heaven. I feel like she is like in control of the rain and that also that epic sunset that we had the last time, her and God. And he, he gave me a big hug and was like, oh my gosh, I'm so, so sorry. He's like, my sister just lost her 20-year-old daughter who was gunned down in the streets of Gaza. And he's like, I'm super worried about her because she's not doing well. It's like, yes, I know it's the worst possible pain that you can imagine. And I just said, you have my cell phone number, like give it to your sister in Israel. And like, she can text me. I'm another mom that knows what it's like to lose a child to such like brutal way of being shot. There's something about the power of human connection that just keeps coming back to me about like, that's why we're here. We're here to connect in ways that I see you, I know what you're going through, I support you type of thing. And that is so powerful. I think what we have heard over and over again since Hallie passed is from friends that we knew and even friends we didn't know of how she would connect with them and show up for her. And so I feel like in this time of grief and loss, we are learning more about the human connection and what that does and what that can do. And I think that Hallie herself shows up regularly in the moments when the human connection is happening. Is that fair to say, maybe? Totally, totally. I mean, even throughout the weekend, there were several times where what well, was deep conversation and meaningful conversation the entire weekend. But there were several times where Jesse and I were talking or Jen and Jesse were talking and the lights were, would flicker. And every time it's just like, oh, hi, Hal. It's not like the lights flickered all the time, but in moments where you're having powerful conversations or she just wanted to remind us that she's there. It just was like, okay, Hey, yeah, I see I, you. And she loves her aunt Jesse so much that it makes yeah, plenty of sense to me that she would pop in when Jesse was having a big conversation. Sure. And as we know from many people, like lights flickering is one of the ways that Hallie does make sure that she reaches out and connects with us it's from light heaven. energy. Yeah. She light energy. gives us light energy. So that's really cool. And then you know, part of your job this weekend was to plan it all out, make yeah. sure that the ladies had things to do. So yeah, so I had the entire weekend mapped out of just experiences that would enable that meaningful connection. And Sunday, kind of get into one of my favorite moments of the whole weekend. It was amazing and, and filled my cup just as much as it filled the cups of the ladies that were able to be rewarded this retreat, this recharge type of retreat. But Sunday afternoon, we had a photo shoot for the women and our intentions around that is like most women are probably behind the camera. They don't focus on themselves as much. They're not doing a photo shoot of them. Sometimes they got <laughs> you know, kids running everywhere. It's a photo yeah. shoot most of the time that you've made sure everybody else is ready and you're like the last person that gets ready. And so we pampered them with massages, facials, Jesse did everybody's hair and help with makeup. And then we had this photo shoot and just women don't make enough time for themselves and to take a moment to just stop and appreciate like who they are, what their body has given to them, done for them, carried them, appreciating every shape and size that you are and how really beautiful women are and, and come together and lift each other up was Amazing, but the best part of it was doing the photo shoots and they one by one get behind the camera 
and, you know, kind of not confident because the spotlight's on them and they're not used to that, getting out of their comfort zone. I get that. I hate it when that happens. Right. Not everybody loves the camera as much as Eric does. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's like you just watch them get more confident. And then even after photos were snapped and the photographer, who was also an amazing human, so... If you are ever in 30A area and you want to do family photo shoot or whatever type of photo shoot you want to do, Ultimate Production Company, rock solid, beautiful humans. And they would see pictures of themselves in the camera shoot, show them, and they were like, oh my God, like that's me. Oh, and one one cool. lady even like teared up and it's just like, oh my gosh, I, I sat there for hours and watched them and that made my heart smile to see women feel more empowered, take time for themselves. It's just beautiful. And yeah, that made my broken heart beat a little bit more. So I I love that for you. And in that process, you got to know women just a little bit more as you watched and maybe found some gratitude. Oh my gosh. So much gratitude because I was there. So much probably had to happen for everybody to cross paths and for this all to come together. But it also, I mean, there's parts of me that was really sad too, because I would have given anything for Hallie to have been surrounded with women like that for a long period of time, thinking that it maybe would have changed who she surrounded herself with. But I also can't go there either because that's also in the past. And so just witnessing like the gratitude of being there because there's nothing more powerful than women coming together. Nothing. Hands down. I don't think anybody could convince me otherwise that there is this energy and vibe when women come together. And I wish, I wish Hallie would have experienced that. And I think what we're trying to say is like, she had wonderful friends, but she was never able to have a group of friends at one time. No, because if you're in a relationship with someone who is narcissistic, they pull you away from that. They do not want you to be connected to other women like that because it is powerful and they, you could feel powerful and know your own strength and know that you might need to be around different people. So watch out for that. I'm fired up tonight. So I'm feeling (laughs) it might go off script but i never hate it when she goes off script in a relationship where you are not allowed to be surrounded by women then watch out that's not good it's good for our souls as women to be connected with other women doesn't mean that you can't have a healthy relationship with your husband you know but women need that we we thrive on that knowing that we're not alone because we're we're complex humans (laughs) what That doesn't make sense. Shocker, shocker, right? So the crazy thing about the photo shoot was we had this time blocked and I had everybody wrapping at 6.30, but people were kind of coming in and out for photo shoots and doing like, hey, let's do this group photo shoot and just kind of winging it a little bit. So I wasn't like super controlling of the schedule. And we had music going and brought in a fan. There's something about a fan I blowing on I saw those pictures. You. Like the fan was like going. It gives you a big boost of confidence. Like, hello, <laughs> fan's blowing on me. <laughs> I will say this. I've seen some of my wife's pictures and she was as gorgeous as I could ever imagine. Like 
not just the normal 10 out of 10. She was a 15 out also of 10. Also why he was like a dog and waiting she for was me to like, get home. Yeah, I mean, she bought all these new clothes and she's like I dressed not. in them. And she's it was the- one outfit. Okay, let me just, I will share a picture of this outfit later, but it was a cute sequin strapless top from Amazon that was like $20. Hottest outfit and I've ever seen. Cute pants from Target that were like $28. And you would have thought, according to my husband, this looked like a $5,000 outfit. She belonged <laughs> in Hollywood. My goodness. So yeah, I was ready for you to come home and excited. I'm, I'm excited to go on a date where she wears that for me. I've asked her. We have a trip planned in about a month or so. A, I have a trip planned for you for your birthday. And I said, could you take that, please? <laughs> On the trip like for us dog. to go to dinner, I would enjoy that very much. Like a dog. I mean, I w- <laughs> we're going to do one episode at some point where we're asking women like, hey, does your husband pay attention to you? And they're like, no, he just sits on the couch and he drinks beer and he doesn't Be do anything. Be careful what you wish for, ladies. And then we've got this where it's like, it's too much. Okay. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Back to my- You finish the podcast. I'm going to go to my... the grocery store and just buy junk food and beer and call it a day. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, back to wrapping I had it up. the time block for the photo shoot to wrap up at 6.30. And like I said, I was not controlling the schedule. And literally the last photo was taken. And I looked down and it is 6.29. I kid you not. And the song that was playing on the speakers was Post Malone's Sunflower. Like if that doesn't seal it for you. I mean... Of all the different things and the different pictures that we had taken and we added in a bunch and it was just everybody's flowing in and out. And at 629, Hallie knows that I love to finish on time. I love pulling into a place that I'm driving to and pull in right on time. Like, I don't know what it is. She loves to pull in 12 minutes early. Don't let her tell you that. No, but like when I know I want to be there and I pull in right around that time, like, yes, I got it going on (laughs) with my ETAs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so, and then to have sunflower playing, it's like, oh my God, I know Hallie's with me. It definitely filled my cup because I shared this with several people. Like it allows me to give that love that I have for Hallie. And when she's not physically here, that I can give it to other women. And so it was just, it was a beautiful beautiful trip. And I had asked her, I said, I'm glad to see you have some joy. I can see it in the one of the pictures. I can see some joy. And she said, I love bringing joy to other women. It does hurt me that I couldn't, can't give that to Hallie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even when she's having those moments of joy, there's still the incredible grief that we talk about all the time. Yeah. So that's another takeaway too. Just because people smile, just because they find moments in life that are joyful does not mean that that pain ever goes away. It's just... It's not going to. And I share that with other mamas that are new to any type of grieving is that I think when it gets really, really hard is when people think that that's going to go away and it hasn't. And it's like, that's not it. It's figuring out how do you move forward with that because it's not going away and finding a place for it to live in you. So then you took the ladies to one of our favorite spots near Hallie's mm-hmm. house for dinner that we go to regularly now that we, we have a home there. Mimo's. Mimo's Italian restaurant. It's about a mile from the house and it's unbelievable. The The atmosphere is great. The food is to die for. And so you took the ladies there. The conversation there was good and it posed a really interesting question for you. Yeah, I actually had Jen ask me, she said, I had someone ask me this other day and said, how come you think that Angie gets so many signs from Hallie? Hmm. And I'm like, oh gosh. Great question. (laughs) That is a great question. I would say all of my family 
and friends too also are kind of in awe of everything that does happen because we also have never experienced anything like that. But I really had to like think about it of why I like, I, I mean, I don't have the answers. I really, I really don't. But here's what I can tell you what I know about me is that I 100% believe that Hallie's in heaven. Like I, I do not doubt it. I know that she is still connected with us somehow. I know that she's there. I just have this deep belief and a knowing. And there's just no way, there's no way in hell that it's just like poof and you're, and you're gone and you're never going to be connected to anyone again. There's yeah. just no way. I, I'm sorry. Our, we are so complex built. <laughs> and wired for connection. Wired for connection. It's all these amazing things that happen to us all the time. The earth that we live on, the beautiful, even just looking at the ocean, like, okay, somebody created that. I mean, just uh, it's not just so happenstance that we're just living here and then all of a sudden you're gone. There's no way. So I just don't believe that. So that's number one. I have a deep knowing and belief that Hallie's in heaven. The other thing that I would say that's game changing for me is I read the science book and it helped me open my eyes in a different way to view death because I, I want to learn and I have, I've never experienced this before. I have no idea what this journey is like. So I want to learn more and open my mind to what that is. And so that book has helped me believe, solidify, I would say that our souls live forever and that they're still with us. And I received many signs from her immediately. So the book was more of a reassurance. So if you're not really sure and you're like, "Eh, is that a sign? Is that not a sign? I don't know. Go read the book. Like just read the book. You won't be able to put it down. I would say another aspect is I'm I'm open to them. I look for signs. I pay attention to how I feel and I'm deeply connected to my emotions, good or bad. I'm deeply connected to my emotions and to those around me. And so I think when you feel deeply, when you're more aware of yourself and what your thoughts are, you're more open to signs. Yeah. And I see you all the time. We've talked before about how you not only have a lot of empathy for people, kind of an empath, like you can feel what other people are feeling. And I think that puts you even deeper into Mm -hmm. this, right? Because you could have, you had a lot of the feelings Hallie was feeling before she passed, like in what she was dealing with. Yeah, you you could tell. You know they're struggling. You know when they're off. You know something's going on behind the scenes. And you do it with the kids now and you do it with my kids even. you You just have a gift in that regard. And so you feel all the feels. And I have watched over the last 14 months, you go through all of the feelings. Like you don't, you cry, but it's not, I mean, you're crying some days for different reasons than other days because of all the different things that you're processing and feeling and sitting in. And I, I think you do that better than anyone. I don't, I don't know that I, I don't want know. to, I but only know you do me. it. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? You only know yourself. And the other thing that I don't do is I don't numb. I don't. I don't numb. I don't, I don't drink. I don't try to fill a void with something else. I, I sit in it. And I feel it all. I sit in the pain every freaking minute and I don't shy away from it. So I sit in silence. I talk to Hallie. I don't know. I, 
I don't know. No, I see you do that. I, I see it. And it's absolutely impressive and something I think we all should strive for because you are taking better care of yourself than you ever have and probably allows you to connect with her more. Yes, that is another reason. I am okay in the quiet. And a lot of people, I would say, are afraid of quiet because in the quiet is when all of your thoughts happen. And that could be good or bad. And so I see a lot of people just surrounding themselves with friends 24-7. And that keeps the distraction going versus the quiet and thinking through. When it is silent, boy, I feel it the most. Years ago. It is the striking pain when it's still. But you you have to feel that. You're going to feel it one time or another. One day or another, you're going to have to feel it. So... And and it's weird because I crave the quiet because I personally feel if I don't have the quiet, that all of the emotions like bottle up, like I feel it building and, and then you just feel like you're going to lose control versus like sitting in the quiet, feeling all the shit and then letting that go and being able to then start your day new again. Yeah. I, several years ago, before you and I had met, Pastor Dave at the Crossing did a sermon, and he talked about, he challenged people to go that week and not turn their radio on in their car and to sit in the silence, and that it is truly one of the most uncomfortable things that anybody can do. And I don't like doing it, but Angie does it. Like, I get in her car, and the radio's off. Everything, like, I'll get in the car, turn it on the next day, and everything's off. And I'm like, ah, how does she drive like this for so long? But that's what I she think, does. I think and process. Yeah. So it's one of those things where she works through it by really getting deep into it. And then again, trying to figure out how that she can help support and care for other women. And you've done that since I first met you. I mean, when I first met you, one of the things I really noticed right away, because I had dated women that didn't have a lot of female friends. And one of the things that I really found to be a positive about you and seemed like a trait that should be something I would want to hold on to is that you had a lot of women friends. Women were actually drawn to you and wanted to be around you. And that was a good thing. What would you say about that? And I know you always get a little bit, a little sassy when that (laughs) topic comes up. I mean, it's why you've created your women's event at your company. It's why you were so excited to be a part of this event with Jen. What would you say about that? I, boy, there's a lot I could say. I'm going to have to censor it. Because I could just go on beep, a rant for it. But beep, 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 beep. It, goes, it goes back to when I got divorced. And, you know, if anyone's ever been through a divorce, there's a lot of judgments. There's a lot of negativity. You lose friends. I would challenge if they really were friends, if you lost them through the divorce. But I fought through all that because I wanted women to see that you can make it. You can. You can be independent. You can fight for yourself. You can set boundaries and still move forward. That doesn't mean never be in a relationship. When I say independent, I mean like a whole person, like you're not codependent on another person or reliant on other people around you. And that's why I feel like women are drawn to me. It's why I love being around powerful women as well. I love helping other women. It's like a light bulb goes off when they recognize that, They are stronger than what they think. And it's just like this whole grief journey with losing Hallie. I think what also gets me up every day is I want other women to see me and think, oh my gosh, if she can get through that and still stand up every day, then I can get through what I'm going through. And I think 
that's what women need. They need someone to usher them along. I had women usher me along when I was going through my divorce and you'll never forget it. Like there's always this powerful connection and I've seen it. I've seen it help so many women to know that they got another person in their corner. And, you know, it's funny. I sort of laugh, laugh about it when I reflect back of just like going through divorce in those five or six years that I was living by myself, doing my own thing, you know, successful, all that stuff. And if a woman would start like hanging out with me, some husbands I have a problem with that. They were concerned about like, what that oh, meant. Yeah. Concerned like, oh shit, you know. Which just makes me smile a little bit because it's like, what are you afraid of? Like, you're scared of what a strong female looks like. I mean, a lot of men are. I mean, unfortunately, yes, I know. a lot of and men it's are. It's like, what the hell? Like, that should be hot. Instead, it's like, oh, honey, it's hot. <laughs> they don't want to. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, don't get me started. But when you can get back up from whatever has brought you down, it's unbelievable how much courage and strength that that gives you, but also other women that might be watching mm -hmm, mm -hmm. going, Oh shit. If she can do that and get through that, that gives me a little bit more strength to get through what I'm going through. And I'll say too, it's why Hallie's boyfriend didn't care for me either. I mean, he wanted yeah. to pull her away because he knew if Hallie spent way too much time with me, she might just might. Or other strong women. Yes. Yeah. She just might gain too much insight into what it's like to not put your worth in someone else's hands of another flawed human, to be a whole person and not rely on anyone but the big guy upstairs. Because I will tell you that my worth and value does not come from a human that might be flawed, that might tear me down instead of lifting me up. Eric's amazing husband. He lifts me up every day. But I do not put my value in my and my worth in his hands. I don't. She does not. That's fair. And I would highly recommend you do the same thing. Like it's your faith. It's that knowing that God created you. It's not, I'm not going through life wondering what Eric Brimmer thinks of my worth. And that's not a negative thing. <laughs> that's it. a healthy thing. I get it. Yeah. You should not put your worth and your value in my hands. That's either. true. I have more work to do on that than you. Yes, you're, you're you there, do. But I do. Because I'm a flawed human. Like God created you, oh, not honey, for you. You're so perfect. Oh God. She's not. not. She really isn't. She is <laughs> flawed. But I know what she's saying, and she's right. Like the the more whole you are, the better it is for your relationships to thrive, no matter what they are, where they are. So completely get what you're saying, agree with what you're saying, and I think at the end of the day, it is part of why you fight so hard all the time. I mean, I just I don't I wouldn't tolerate that. I would not tolerate being in a relationship where you are devalued. And so you shouldn't either. You shouldn't either. Don't allow that. Like you matter. Your, your feathers matter. You matter. You're beautiful. You're strong. No. If someone's not treating you that way, <laughs> what would Hallie say to that person? Go have the day that you deserve. Move on. Move on because your worth and your value isn't what God created you for, not what someone else thinks of you. I am uh, really. That's re my rant for the day. It's I'm fine. Done. Love it. You did I'm a great done. job. I had an amazing weekend. Thanks, Jen, for trusting me to plan your events. I look forward to many more. And, and I felt like Allie women. showed up, and Allie it's awesome. Up. And for all women out there, like you are beautiful and strong, and you matter. And she means it. I mean, I it's mean not, it. it's not lip service. If she you're means questioning it. that, just message me. 
on social media and we'll have a little chat. Yeah, for sure. So that was Angie's trip and why she was gone last weekend, but she's back and in full force and, and our home is super glad to have her. our home. I say this all the time. We have a beautiful house, but that is all that it is when Angie is not here. Angie makes everything home. And so for me and our kids, it, it becomes home when she is here. And so we're glad to have her and so glad that she was able to fill her cup up a little bit during a time where she is still in so much pain. So super proud of you too. Let me just say that. Thank you. I know you put a lot of work in. Super proud of you. We always continue to love the fact that you listen, that you reach out, that you let us know where you're at as far as your grief journey or your blended family journey. So please feel free to continue to do that so that we can connect with you, build this community that is so crazy, whether it is blending a family or the loss of a child. And it just, we, we need you a lot as well. So thanks again for listening this week. We hope you have a wonderful week and God bless. Thank you for listening to Blended Blessed and Always a Mess. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and at blendedblessedalwaysamess.com. Reach out to us on any of our social channels. We would love to hear from you. Have a great week.